0: This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala, family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This place is my happy place, you guys. I'm there all the time. It's a giant piece of property full of greenhouses packed to the brim of everything you can possibly imagine, from your landscaping needs to house plants to cactus and succulents they even have a greenhouse solely dedicated to rare and obscure collector specimens i'm talking i've seen monstera albos there i've seen thai constellations there rare collector specimens that i can't even find online i find them there if you head over to their instagram at mezcala nursery they keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quick you could miss it make sure to go check it out not only that They treat you like family. I bring my kids with me, you guys, and I always have an amazing experience. Such great customer service, so helpful, so knowledgeable, and prices that can't be beat. Bring them a price from another nursery, they'll beat it. Bring them a price from a big box store, they're going to beat it. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805 Mezcala Nursery. Tell them I sent you. Hello, plant dorks. Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on May 11th, 2021, with my guest, the Cactus Jones. Trevor and I took a deep dive into the mystical world of my favorite cactus species, Trichocereus. It was very strange because I've once again crossed paths with somebody that has an oddly similar story and interests and view of the world. It was just a really beautiful experience to connect with such a like-minded person, and it's just been such a blast, you guys. I'm, I'm just so grateful. Here we are at episode 10, and I've been picking up the pace, putting out more episodes. I'm really enjoying myself, and the podcast has become more than I could have ever imagined, and I have my guests and my listeners to thank for that. So thank you so much, everybody that's participated in this project, whether by contributing or listening. If it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't still be doing this. So I hope you enjoy this interview. Here's Trevor. The Cactus Jones. Trevor.
1: That's me. What's going on? I just recently revealed my real name. Yeah. Um. Because I can't report. Oh, uh, whatever. So yeah, I'm. I'm now. I'm now Trevor, not the Cactus Jones.
0: Oh. Okay. So no, I mean, my
1: account is the Cactus Jones.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> what was the anonymity about? Trichosteria, uh The the legal gray area.
1: I just didn't have any interest in. Uh, having it connected to a persona. Okay connected to me it's just the cosmic joy of gardening all right without without a a character associated to it with it
0: tell me where are you talking to me from
1: i'm talking to you from um graft grafting alley
0: Uh uh-huh
1: where i spend a lot of time it's my happy place
0: okay i'm
1: out here all the time So I have, I don't know, probably about a third of my collection right here. Okay. And I got some shade cloth and put a bunch of beach sand on the ground. And it's just like a comfy place.
0: Yeah, it looks absolutely beautiful, man.
1: Yeah, it's so, it's really nice. It's a little sanctuary.
0: Do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself?
1: Um. Uh, just a dude, born in raised in california mm-hmm. southern california um uh love the coast um i'm mean, there's so that's just a big wide open question there's so much to say do you like I'm to surf a, i do Surf, too brother you know right we gotta do it we gotta hit it let's do it um where where are you i'm i'm no.
0: in i'm in long beach but i grew up surfing seal beach like uh I, I i used to surf a lot of shore break as a kid okay yeah
1: all right so you got you still have to kind of commute to surf from long beach
0: yeah it's about 15 minutes for me to go surf 20 minutes
1: what's your spot of choice
0: uh i like Southside seal beach but i surf the cliffs um i used to go down to Trussels a lot i like i like fast waves Okay. And 1,000 steps. I used to surf 1,000 steps a lot. I'll be honest. I haven't gotten in the water in maybe 10 months, something like that.
1: Okay. Okay. So you you didn't – you? okay, I got it. Like it was not a COVID activity.
0: It wasn't. You know, gardening became my COVID activity. And I had a baby. You know what happened? I had a baby exactly a year ago. I
1: heard that. Congratulations. That's a big life-changing – it changes all your activities when you have a baby. Yeah. Yeah.
0: For better or for worse.
1: I've had some babies. Yeah. And it really does. It changes how you spend your time. Sure does. Yeah. But uh about me, I I um I've been a design consultant. I don't even care about work stuff. Like I don't even want to talk about. It. I I uh <laughs> I've traveled a lot, I'm easygoing, and I'm a Libra. Like what am I what am I gonna say? I don't know about I don't know what to say about myself. I don't I know, I, I, I don't I know do anything like, about or, Libras. I don't either. <laughs> something to say. Something to say about myself.
0: So tell me where the plants came into your journey. You have the maybe the most impressive trichoseries collection I've ever seen. So where did that start?
1: It started just three years ago, really. Actually, the real beginning was a trip to South America, Peru. Mm-hmm. I, um, this was 2008. Okay. Um, I got some from what people call the witches Market or Lima Market. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same type of patching all stacked up usually kind of moldy and I took some with the intention of consuming it someday mm. and I put it in my bag uh, and it wasn't a very big piece because you know it's you're not supposed to take it anyway out, yeah. out of the country um, but I just wanted to I didn't know what I was gonna do with it and it just kind of for the next few weeks got m- even moldier in my <laughs> backpack and um i took it i'm telling you the story of my first cactus i took it to i i took it home forgot about it and this moldy little lump kind of hardened up and and it looked worse than ever but i didn't quite throw it out Mm. of course never got around to consuming it that was to be later uh with other yeah um and then I went out in the backyard one day, this, this really was like 10 years ago, and saw little root buds on it. Wow. And um, I'm just one of those people that always likes to, you know, grow stuff anyway, mm-hmm. tomatoes and whatever you want. I just, I just spent a lot of time in the dirt. I just like dirt. Mm. Um, but it, to me, it was fascinating that this thing, this little bit of plant tissue that looked horrible. And got all shriveled up. Decided to, th- to throw some little root buds. So I planted it. I didn't do anything right. I watered it right away. I <laughs> kept it wet. Yeah. And this thing had already gone through so much stress. And then it, um, it grew. So that was my first... Uh, and then I was always just kind of fascinated by that. Like what other... Uh, I'm fascinated by living things that can um, thrive not just on neglect, but on really on nothing and yeah. figure out a way. They're like little, little uh, batteries or water storage devices. Mixed yeah. With a battery. And I'm, I'm really into tortoises for that reason too. Tortoises are kind of like the animal version of cactus. So I got like, I'm looking right now, I'm walking around out here. Um. Anyway, so. Uh, I proceeded to grow that that little guy, a little San Pedro cactus. Yeah. Are shadows tweaking on it. Is that okay? It's fine. Okay. I'll go down like this. Cool. Um. So I grew that cactus. Um. In the process, I gave a pup to a friend of mine, mm. who doesn't care anything about plants. But I just he was what I, I just gave him a little pup. The next winter it did die. My cactus died. Oh no. Um, from a like freaky cold night and me just continuing to water it or not know what I was doing. Mm. Um, so then my cactus was gone. That, that was a bummer, but a year after that, I got a pup back from my friend. So I have that same cactus.
0: full circle.
1: full circle.
0: Wow, so it's—I would imagine it's pretty mature now, huh? Well, he's going to show it, it to is. us.
1: It is. It is. not mature actually, because I got the timing a little. Oh, can you see this, or am I even in?
0: You can. You can do as you please. Turn the camera around. Whatever you got to do.
1: Yeah, but I'm on my wife's. Oh.
0: Uh, uh, okay, maybe you can.
1: Oh no. I
0: pointed I it at it.
1: Done. I just blew it. Can you see me? You can see me. Right? I can
0: see you let's see
1: yeah it's it's this guy all right um and that's all i have of him because i've been given more away and um but yeah that was my first cactus then okay fast forward however many years um i'm gardening all the time anyway And, uh, this was two and a half years ago or three, three years ago. I, my wife, uh, got some cancer, got some cancer. That's a weird way to say it was Mm. diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And, uh, it was a, it was a tough time, a really stressful time. Yeah. And I just started kind of like gardening more than ever. Right. Yeah. And I had a few cacti. Um, and then I had my first consumption of cacti, um, and it was a really positive experience and in a weird way helped me with a lot of the stuff I was dealing with at the time. Yeah. I was like drinking too much beer you know, there's kind of like in a lazy way, leaning on things to escape. Worry. Understandably so. And uh um it just it had a, a kind of an opening uh beneficial effect on me. Um it was also I was it was also really interesting that it was the next day I, I, I was like that was really enjoy not enjoyable, but that was really good. I think good would be the word for it. Um, but there was not this desire to repeat it right away. Like, like, what else can you say that about, right? If it's fun, well, at least people like me, if it's fun, give me more, you know, turn up the dial, let's keep going. Right. Uh, and you know what I'm talking about? Probably like that kind of personality, right? Yeah, I know all about it. I'm one of those people, Right. So it was really interesting to me that I had that this experience with this substance and and it was a positive experience that helped me emotionally, but I didn't want to just recreate it and do it and and you know it was like a special thing, right um, and I think that experience kind of really drew me in to try serious
0: solidified it, huh?
1: yeah, and I just kind of. Let's just, I don't grow tomatoes anymore. You know? <laughs> I just, just got so into it. And it, and all of this just came out of that. It came out of um, figuring out a way to plant your feet in the ground in this moment right here in the midst of whatever, whatever you might be going through and find some peace and joy Yeah. right here, right, right here, right now, you know? Yeah. Which you know everybody gets that peace and joy when you when you garden to some degree, watching things grow, yeah, um, harvesting a perfect tomato, whatever uh, it brings you into the moment and it's an it's a nice way to spend a moment, right um but I think I kind of really turned this into therapy without yes. knowing it, without knowing it, yes um. And then from there, oh, and then just kind of lost a desire to um, escape with a six-pack. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, and, and so much has happened in these last two and a half, three years uh, with my wife and with all, all just life and kids and all sorts of stuff. Um, but this area is kind of like an anchor A peaceful place for me yeah and the collection just keeps growing
0: i'd like to i'd like to relate to you for a moment uh i don't know if you've had the chance to hear some I've, i've talked about it a few times i i actually had some substance issues not alcohol but i had some substance issues for a number of years and uh everything you just said uh rang very true for me too man that's so beautiful Same. And the similarities, I mean, there's cancer in my story. There's uh substance and, and, and psychedelic experiences that change that for me. So I'm so happy to hear that dude. Congratulations on that, man. For finding that.
1: Congrats to you too. It's a, you got to find that stuff on your own and it's a messy process, you know, sticking things to the wall and figuring out how to, you know, be happy without taking, you know, antidepressants and although that's okay but in my case trying to figure out how to be happy without the need to escape through drinking and just kind of being trapped in my own thoughts sure um and then it 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 became something i do very sparingly um and actually haven't done for quite some time nice um because i'm in a 12-step group and it's just like kind of weird you don't want to uh it's it's a hard thing to navigate with them um Mm. i just opened up a little weird pandora's box there but i'd like to go there
0: if you don't mind
1: let's put it this way i at the moment i'm in a really good place not that being in a good place would prevent me from uh having a ceremony with my cactus but um i'm I have a some sobriety under my belt, yeah, uh, I don't think about drinking or using in any way um, but I do kind of maybe it's superstition like i I don't wanna uh uh add complexity and i'm I have like I'm surrounded by the most amazing people that I you know hang out with and surf with and um it's the Ojai group Mm. Uh, and I don't know how to say hey uh I'm gonna take mescaline because it was the one thing that really helped me yeah it's too complicated and and there is a certain amount of dogma right sure and and black and white and this like binary yes and no kind of a thing and and all, all, all of it is temporary anyway. So I might just—it. This is just how I feel right now. I'm just not consuming cactus. Yeah. I don't smoke weed. Yeah. I have a little coffee in the morning. Um, you know, but uh, um, I think I kind of reserve the right to have that be the one substance I do consume in the future.
0: Yeah, you know what, man? And I'm very happy that you brought this topic up. It's a topic that I've explored a little bit. Um, But, but yeah, Bill W., uh, one of the co-founders of AA, supposedly used LSD in his uh, recovery, in his search for spirituality. And um, I myself am a substance abuse counselor. I work in the field of addiction. I consume CBD, I take mushrooms, I microdose mushrooms, I take mushrooms. I'm open to uh, mescaline ceremonies. I haven't been blessed with the opportunity to do so yet, but I'm also participating in an MDMA-assisted uh, psychotherapy treatment for a uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. And, um, yeah, but the AA thing has a lot of black and white thinking, and you know what, uh, you're right, I just kind of keep those things to myself, except for when I come across a, a gentleman like you or a person like you that is uh, more open-minded to those types of things, and I think that we're we're rounding a corner uh, where it's gonna you're gonna see psychedelics being uh, used as a form of treatment legitimately, you know. And yeah. and, and it, it, you had such a profound experience. I mean, we can't like how could you shy away from that? I mean, it, it sounds like it had a big factor in you becoming who you are now.
1: It absolutely did. Yeah, um, I. there was a period of time after that first uh, experience that I started to uh, kind of organize ceremonies mm-hmm. um, the ceremonies is kind of a funny word because there's not always this rote ceremony that happens sometimes you're just sitting at the beach around a fire or you know several times in my trailer at the beach. Um, Well, I'm kind of skipping ahead. To address what you just said, it's, it is, there's so much um, value. It's a way to just kind of shift your perspective. Yeah. And uh, be able to recognize the ego, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, um, that it's going to have definitely it has these therapeutic values that have have been um, proven more in the psilocybin realm, realm than than mescaline. Sure. Uh, but MDMA, so you know, mescaline is a phenylalamine, so it's 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 more actually more related to MDMA than right anything.
0: chemically like the compound's pretty similar right
1: yeah it's the same group i'm not a chemist so i'm not going go yeah, yeah yeah same, the same group uh which is the phenylalanine phenylalanine or phenyl, uh, that group
0: my understanding is the high is pretty similar as well
1: the come on is okay it's uh it's more of a kind of a warm hug joyful
0: that's exactly what someone else told me same yeah. thing warm hug
1: yeah warm hug it's way more gentle and forgiving than uh LSD or psilocybin so it wasn't a difficult
0: experience that first one wasn't challenging to get through the trip itself no oh wow
1: it wasn't um but I purposely gave myself a very challenging trip
0: hmm I'm Um, gonna look at all this shit while I'm on this kind of thing yeah okay
1: yeah it's solo wow this one was in the house not out in the great media shit <laughs> Family was away. My wife was on a work trip. Um, she was still working, even though she'd been diagnosed at that time. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I was kind of like, I, you know, I'd had these experiences with other psychedelics that were really just gut wrenching. Yeah. Like, hang on to your seat. You know. Yeah. A little bit of anxiety. And uh, I just got, I, I had uh, taken mescaline a few times or several times by now. And I was like, wow, I'm going to turn up the dial and just see, by the way, this is the kind of thing I do anyway. Right. This is my personality. If this is so, um, it's so happy making and joyful and you get these insights and you feel more connected, maybe I should just see where it goes. Mm. And, uh, I took this whole really large piece from Chuck here in Ventura of this old growth for guessy this big piece. And I powdered it and I consumed it and it was a, a big experience. And it was the, the last time I've consumed it. And in a lot of ways it really solidified my sobriety. Mm. I could really go into that trip, but I just don't know. I think it might get too big, too much for this podcast. I don't know if you want me to. I can explain what I experienced.
0: I don't know if did, maybe you, did, you certainly didn't hear the most recent episode. That's al- almost all we talked about. Uh, I would love to hear about your trip, please.
1: Okay, this is my last, my last experience, my most recent. I'm going to say most recent because I will be doing this again.
0: Okay,
1: it's near and dear to my heart. Um. There's this loop that is, my house has a circular, like you can you can do laps inside of it around the kitchen. It's like it, it has a circular energy uh-huh. in the house. Um, about four or five hours into this experience, I just had to move. Yeah, I had so I went outside and I'm looking at my tortoises and I'm looking at things and. My tortoise, the, my tortoise's shells are super geometric and they're my best friends. And I'm mm. just like loving on my tortoises in the backyard. Right. But then something happened and I just had it. And I started walking the, the circle in my house, the circular flow in the house. And I'm going to just try to explain this and it, it might not make any sense. But 20 years ago, I was in Ubud in in bali Uh for about five days and there was this dog that had this big wound on its back like its back was torn open Mm. and from i I kept seeing it like circling around the town it like did the same path and this the wound on its back was horrible it was it was a, a fatal wound and it was like Fungigating and like infected, Ugh. and it's like it was really bad, and it got worse every day. the The whole five days I was in Ubid, this dog was just moving at it like a almost full run the whole time, mm-hmm. like it was dying, and it was in so much pain that it didn't want to stop moving, and it was just circling around Ubid. And I, every time we walked around, I'd see it, like I'd see it two or three times a day, and then we're leaving, and it was dead on the side of the road. And this is, this was, so I, I couldn't get that out of my head. This dog that was in the state of desperate trotting around with this really bad wound. Sure. And I started doing that in my own house. And I'm thinking about the wounds that I'm carrying, the emotional wounds that, that we all carry that like, you know, kind of hold us down Mm -hmm. and we move and we keep ourselves busy um. and we have all these ideas about who we should be and you know what we should have and what we should have achieved and all this stuff but we keep ourselves busy a lot of times kind of in a state of pain yes right it's a pain of existence that makes us want to like get do cool stuff <laughs> yeah. and um and it's like kind of like that dog running around Ubud. You know, just keep on going because you don't have to stop and and think about anything. Right. Because if you were to stop and think about anything, it would hurt too bad. Mm. Stop and think about the stuff that really matters, right? The stuff that makes you tick. Yeah. It would hurt too bad. And so anyway, I don't know if any of that made any sense. No, I I love that analogy. I did laps in my house on a a mega dose of of mescaline. Uh Uh-huh did laps around my house in a, in a state of like, you know, not, it's not, it was not super fun. I'll tell you that. But I came out of that. uh, It was a, it was a changing experience for me. Mm. Um, uh, About the busy making we all do to feel like we, To fill up the hole
0: Mm.
1: in the dog's case it was like the hole of like his life passing right or the pain the physical pain he was in but like with that that was kind of like i just couldn't get that dog out of my head for eight hours yeah so that was a time when mescaline was not a gentle hug right and uh it was really intense and i i architect, you know, I did that to myself deliberately. Um, But it was a, it was, it was, it was a, it was a real big thing. Um, And it's an experience I'm really glad that I had. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I'm really just more, way more into uh, growing and just sitting and being with these cactus yes because like they change so fast and so slow at the same time right you know so
0: yeah well, well I... sometimes those challenging ones are the ones that teach you the most and articulating it and putting it into words you did a beautiful job i know it's it's hard and for those that are, that aren't familiar they probably struggle to comprehend and you know, it might sound crazy to some people, but I I highly recommend to anybody that is going through, um, you know, an emotional struggle or something difficult in their life to, to at least do some research and investigation into all these stories that, that people are telling about it, helping them overcome things. You know, I believe there's even a documentary about, um, ayahuasca on Netflix, uh, the information's out there, man. And, it, it, it can be really beneficial unless you're like prone to schizophrenia. Um, aside from that, I, I highly uh, implore people to explore that. And you're not... you're. I can't count how many people I've found that uh, feel that they over, were able to overcome their addiction because of a psychedelic experience. Uh, I have a previous guest, Variegated Troy, came on and he said the same thing. Mushrooms were the turning point for him. Um, and, and very much so, I've found myself solidifying my path and 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 reassuring myself that I'm doing the right thing because of those types of experience, even without substance. Um, in a psychedelic experience I had in, in a Reiki treatment, uh, a Reiki healer session, I had something similar happen too where it was very um, solidifying and, and enlightening, you know, and, and it was very much so a psychedelic experience. Uh, so I, I always am recommending that to people as well. And then, yes, the plant therapy thing. I like what you said about how uh, you it you didn't even notice at the time that it was therapeutic, but oh. once you came out on the other side of it, and you can look back on it in retrospect, you realize how much it was helping you grow yourself. Oh, yeah. No yeah. pun intended, right? right? Right. Yeah it's it's crazy, man. These plants that they they're, they really. They really are there for you, you know, in okay. ways that you would never imagine were possible from a plant to a human.
1: It, it, it's on on every level, right? Um, from, well, just sitting down and being quiet with them. Yes. It's like I know how to meditate because of cactus. Hmm. Um. It, it, it's it kind of it it's goes beyond words for me um it's really grounding it's so funny i love it traveling and the stuff i've done if i leave town for three days i like miss my cactus yeah man and it's not because i want to look at cactus because they're so beautiful or anything it's just the whole thing of it of it brings me down to earth and brings me into the moment right and just going around and checking your graphs and Oh, there's a new basil pup on that one. Yay. And uh, whatever. It's just like, it's a state of being that is um, the right size for me.
0: Mm. So it's everything that you were were looking for and all those other things possibly. Yeah. And you found it with the cactus. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that, man. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I feel right.
1: I feel right sized Mm. with the cactus where I don't. And you know, I, I, like a lot of people have a history of just kind of the human condition. You're either too big in your head or too small in your head. Yeah. You're not good enough or you're too good or you're, it just, it's a, a different way of, a different way of being for me.
0: You'll always be good enough for them.
1: Yeah. Unf- well, I mean, you can say that about a dog or anything you care for too. Sure. Um, okay. But, yeah. but it's uh i don't know i really don't know man it's so funny it's my wife and i laugh what the fuck happened where's all this cactus come from (laughs) you know yeah it's so weird and it's so great yeah
0: so you're you may be channeling a little bit of that old old behavior into some cactus but that's okay right (laughs)
1: Oh, oh, yes, for sure. For sure. It's like, there you go. You're going big. You got to yeah. like, you got to really, and there, there's that dog in Ubit again, maybe. Right. Oh, I don't, trying I don't to, know. Trying, trying to avoid. It's like, if something makes you feel good, just go oh i don't want to say that do it to the max i'm doing it to the max so it's kind of like you know there there are trained professionals that would say yeah you're doing the same thing with cactus mr mr spirituality you're doing the same thing with cactus right here you know right yeah um maybe we're just all human beings we're just a bunch of space monkeys and we just we do what we do
0: we sure are dude isn't it amazing how fast those trichocereus can grow and you were saying that but at the same time they grow slow but they grow so fast man that's what impressed me about that i that's my number 1 favorite cactus for sure and i have the most of it uh and it was always like super fast i've always been super drawn to it i don't know why but yeah they impressed me and that's so cool that uh it, so it without a medium it started rooting the first one
1: I just took some local. Yeah, that first one from Lima. Not, it wasn't Lima. It was right the next town next to Lima. Um, I it had been through the mill, man. It was like it had it had soft spots that healed up. It was covered in mold. then I put it off in in uh, in the not. I wasn't here at the time. It was a different house. I put it off on the side. Um, and just months passed and i just picked it up and it had little root buds
0: so it was like not sitting in a medium
1: it was sitting in clay based dirt okay like ventura dirt just
0: random dirt
1: right Yeah. during that time before the root buds came and that i think i really do think that um i mean you know, psych, psychoactive substances aside and all the stuff that cactus can do in that area. Um, yeah. I think my fascination with cactus really was that moment I picked up this little chunk of uh this dress and it had root buds.
0: The resilience.
1: The resilience is astounding.
0: Yeah, inspiring for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, And then... I did eventually kill it, but I got some of it back. But, uh, um, yeah, two, three feet a, a year. Right. Sometimes more.
0: And that's faster than most cacti, for sure. Oh, Majority.
1: I think columnar, I is think the fastest? is probably the fastest. Yeah, it's the bamboo of the cactus world. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, Things happen overnight sometimes. It's crazy.
1: Ew. They do. Well, flowers, really. I mean, you can watch them in real time open up. But, yeah, yeah, it's really action-packed. Yeah. You know?
0: Are you growing from seed at all?
1: Uh, I do grow from seed.
0: Okay, I want to talk to you about that.
1: Not much, though. Okay. I'm going to get into that. I am – this is a real thing. I'm I'm looking to build a little cactus Shangri-La. Okay. uh, In – Fillmore, Santa Paula, possibly Ojai. I don't think I can afford land there, but yeah. Um, uh, perfect climate. And it's really happening. Mark my words on this podcast, everybody.
0: Manifesting it right now.
1: It's more than manifesting. I'm doing some certain things. I'm making it happen, but I really, which I guess is manifesting, right? But sure. I'm not just thinking about it. Taking action. Action is being taken. Yeah. But uh, some, some, uh, acreage. I would love to have like a a great space to just open up one day a week yeah. to the public, mm. and and uh, you know I really dream about it.
0: Can you tell me a little bit about about the seedling stuff? Because I'm curious about what medium you're growing them in. I have some seedlings, and for some reason they seem to be paused. Like I honestly. Like we were just talking about how fast they grow, bro, these ones don't seem to be growing they yeah. I don't know it's weird the
1: seedling, seedlings the really tiny seed, how big are they they're like
0: you know like
1: and they, they just froze
0: they seem to be stuck yeah i I don't see new growth.
1: do you have other seedlings in the same grow setup that are changing shape and growing? No,
0: these are the only ones I got going right now.
1: Yeah, so it's an environmental thing. And Do you have it? Um, I'd have to go look at it. Like, yeah. but um, it could be a lot of things. It could be, it could be the medium. It could, usually it isn't the medium because I don't think you. It's hard to screw that up to the point that it would make seedlings just stop. Mm. Um, But what is? What are you using? They haven't Do lost they their color.
0: On. I don't know some s- seedling medium I bought at like the hydro store. Uh, yeah. typical stuff. Cause I used to grow a lot of yeah. cannabis from seeds. So, you know, I, I know it's slightly different, but yeah, they, they haven't lost their color. I might be tripping, you know, I might just be really impatient, but it's been a couple months, man, that they seem to be the same. Are you doing yeah. them inside or are you doing them outside?
1: I've done both. Okay. I, I, my first, my first attempt at growing was outside with these little Tupperware containers and it was a total disaster.
0: That's kind of what mine sounds like right now.
1: Yeah. Are you doing that? Outside with a shade cloth. Yeah. Is it covered? Like the little container? Is it covered? Yeah. It's
0: like a, it's a, one of those, uh, bubble, you know, those little <laughs> seedling mm-hmm. huts. I don't know what the fuck they're called.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just to keep the humidity. Right. Right. Yeah. Does it get super hot in there? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it. It's probably a temperature problem.
0: Okay. I've got a heat mat on there, and yeah, it's reading high. It's hot in there.
1: It's probably too hot. You know, you know, trikes are kind of cold. I mm. mean, you know, they grow all over the tropics, but usually, you, you know, they do the best at some elevation. You know, mm. um, not alpine elevation, but up in and 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 they deal with never freezing, but deal with cold nights. And if you have them in this super hot environment as seedlings, I can see that. St- Stunting them.
0: Okay. Now, do when so, you do inside, do you, are you using a controlled environment?
1: Somewhat. I build a. I, I'm not used. I'm not growing any seedlings right now. Okay. Now, I take that back. I'm growing a couple little things right now, but not like I was. I had a whole big mess going on in my garage. Yeah. But when you did, I'm going to be building a grow house okay. on that on my little dream farm. That's actually why why I brought it up. I wanted to say that I. Um. When the cactus Shangri-La happens, I really do want a dedicated grow seedling area. Yeah. Like a little, kind of like a little greenhouse.
0: Okay. Tell me I, more.
1: Oh, no, that's, that's, I don't, um, okay. I'll tell you more. So I would, I would really like to just only, um, grow cactus full time. I want to be a farmer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, it just seems like a really good way to be.
0: Yeah. The, would, you to,
1: would you ever want to be a farmer?
0: Uh, that's the trajectory I feel myself on right now, man. It, it's crazy. I keep encountering these people that have similar histories and similar ideas and dreams. And, you know, um, I absolutely love this idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that sounds I've, like a dream come
1: true. I think about it all the time. I, I I'll be driving down the freeway and like I'll look at the median, you know, with all the ice plant or some unused little strip of land, and I'll go, "Wow, I could really do something with that." Yeah, you know, I could really just, you know, I, I think about it nonstop lately.
0: Yeah, you know what uh, it is—is just is that rat race. It, it's so monotonous and it's actually quite dull despite how complex and how much energy is going into the rat race, it's boring.
1: It's fucking boring. Yeah.
0: And caring for plants is beautiful and fulfilling and peaceful. You know, it's stressful out there. It is. Who wants to be stressed out all the time?
1: Who wants to be checking their LinkedIn account all the time? Yeah, man. To be, to be getting, you know, positive feedback on whatever it is they claim to be. Right. Who, who they are? Uh, you know, I'm a project manager. My resume. Uh, <laughs> hey, like I, you know, I'm a Tri-State County champion project manager, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, it's like um and I've been in that world for a long time. Not project management, but you know, that world of of uh resume and portfolio. So,
0: mm. uh
1: grooming and looking for those opportunities and new startups and all that stuff. And, um, you know, it's not, it's not for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It took me till I'm hitting, you know, 50 to realize that. That's but, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, I just want to be a gardener. I just want to grow stuff. Yeah. Particularly man. track of serious.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, when did you, uh, When did you start launch your, your website?
1: Oh, just recently, a couple months ago. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Just kind of a way to, um, you know, let stuff go.
0: Yeah. You've got a surplus.
1: Kind of do well. I have, (laughs) yeah, I kind of do. I kind of have a surplus. Yeah. Um, I wonder what you know okay now i'm switching back to psychedelics here sure. it relates to business right me, man. so um what i forget the bill bill something two five whatever um, legalizes psychedelics but is that just like psilocybin and mdma for therapeutic reasons I'm or, not sure
0: what the the substances that are covered under that, but I believe there are a lot of people advocating for peyote and tempe- San Pedro. There's like okay. a full on like committees dedicated to that. And I see where you're going with this because yeah. you're, you're ahead of the curve, bro. You're you, you know what I mean? You can get ahead yeah. of this. And, yeah. and I really think you should buckle down and fucking get ready for it because it's going to happen.
1: Well, I don't you know? even want to sound like too much of an opportunist, but that's but it, part of the dream. When I'm, this is weird when dream, I'm thinking right? about this farm, I'm thinking of that. You yeah.
0: Know? You have to support yourself and you've, got, you've yeah. got a family. And, you know, I mean, unfortunately, money makes the world go around, bro. And it's not right. all about money. I see your passion and your love for what right. you're doing. Yeah. But yeah. like I, I would rather support somebody like you than some fucking asshole that's going to get into it. A true opportunist. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Oh, you're right, totally. Which there's
0: gonna be mm-hmm. and is plenty of those types of people.
1: Tons. Um, it just it's interesting to think about what shape it takes, right? Like, do I end up gr- growing the right strain for like Purdue Pharma or the Sackler company? You know that they <laughs> you know like, and I just grow in bulk and like get it to them, or like, or do do I powder and capsule myself and have you know the cactus jones brand and like it's just so bizarre to think about any of it happening right yeah and what what shape that'll take but not knowing how any of that is gonna take shape is part of the fun of it and it may nothing may ever come of it and the thing about cactus is it doesn't matter it doesn't really matter as long as i have food on the table and i'm happy and my the people that i love are happy yeah you know
0: what do you what do you think about a, if you have a space, um, the possibility of being able to offer such services that these are going to be used for on-site, you know,
1: yeah, a, a ceremonial kind of a right space, right, yeah. like a safe space in a way or a, a guided, a yeah. guided space. I think um, you can
0: do that in a legal gray area now on a subscription basis. Yeah, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do. Um, or donation basis, type thing. But yeah, I like I like this idea. There's,
1: there's some people doing some really great stuff in that area. Yeah, like uh, uh I know I forget his name. But from Veterans Walk and Talk, I don't know if you're familiar with them. No, please tell me. I want to look on my phone just to get his name, dude. I'm sorry, I forgot your first name. I was just talking to him, but he takes um. It the, the account is Veterans Walk and Talk.
0: Okay.
1: At Veterans Walk and Talk, all just one word. Um, he takes veterans out on these, you know, outdoor experiences, therapeutic, not always consuming a, a psychedelic, but yeah. oftentimes doing it uh, after evaluating people. And I'm not going to go too much into it, but it's just there, there's a great example of somebody that is, you know, making the world a better place. Yes. With the help of these of these sacred plants.
0: Yes. I think these plants could save the world. Honestly, I really do. I want to yeah. believe that, you know? I really do. Yeah. It, it, especially when it comes to the mental health crisis that we're facing right now. There's a lot of promising stuff out there. You look at MAPS's study and the results. It's 68% of people no longer fit the diagnosis for PTSD after three medicine sessions of MDMA.
1: just saw that. Yeah. Three. three.
0: It's fucking crazy, dude. And that's a drug. You know, it's, the crazy thing is that's a drug I used to use in excess and and do too much of. But it mm-hmm. turns out it might be the cure for my worst ailment. I, I don't understand it. You know, it gives me chills, bro. I, I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like we've been lied to a little bit. There's some deception because this was used before. You know, it was used back in the day for couples and stuff like that. And these poor vets have been suffering for god knows how long and we have a we have a key you know and the same thing with cannabis and psilocybin um you know with that end-of-life therapy thing with the psilocybin and people that are terminal uh yep. come to peace with their death before they go mm-hmm. they can die in peace you know mm-hmm. it's profound
1: profound i i think things are uh changing in the right direction right now though
0: yeah depends yeah. on how you look at the world
1: i I. yeah you know right a lot of people think that this is the worst time what is, it's, you can just shift it and see it as the worst possible time which it is in a lot of ways sure um i think in terms of mental illness and depression though yeah, um, I'm a little I'm a little older than you are, but I I didn't have you know Instagram and Facebook, mm. um, and having to get this virtual feedback based on how I look, while everybody is you know demonstrating this super fun, uh, cool phony uh, exterior on all their you know like it seems uh, just like a perfect storm for a lot of uh, you know for the the um, huge increase in depression yeah, and teen suicide that we see mm. over the last few years yeah um, there's a direct correlation between all that stuff yeah. all that external ego which is um, you know that's social media yeah. Um uh but I you know the psychedelics break that down too if you're gonna live a life like most kids unfortunately do uh, living the external right mm. working working for updutes all the time right yeah, and uh, and then this is it, the these psychedelic substances are so healing in that department because they let you take a little bit of a step back and look at yourself they separate you from that idea of yourself Mm. um that little shift that you need um and that's a shift that so many people need they're living this 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 lie yeah of you know your value is is your social media stuff right um so
0: yeah that breaks my heart man i i have listened to a full podcast uh, about that uh, the correlation between suicide uh being up with teenage girls in particular and social media it's like it's written all over the wall it's clear as day and like for me i think myspace came out in like my senior year in high school so we didn't have i was like the last generation to to not have that as a teenager you know what i mean and uh yeah and it's and seeing it now like i've got younger you know nieces nephews cousins and uh yeah they are engulfed in it from like 12 years old 10 years old you know and uh they're not playing outside anymore my i have a stepdaughter she's 12 13 um she it's is so engulfed in in everything internet You know, video games and and I worry about it, you know, and and the comparing to others, you're constantly comparing yourself. And that's why I I have so much appreciation for the online plant community, because Mm -hmm. it got me away from that, like that, that sector of the Internet. You know, everybody look at me like everything. I have my shit together, you know, let's all pretend like we have our shit together for strangers on the Internet today you yeah. know, yeah. and, and I don't, so it still happens in the plant community for sure, obviously, oh, for sure, yeah. but I, I'm just looking at plants, you know, and this is a conversation I had on a previous episode too. It's just, it's all plants, man. For the most part, I would say 90%. Yeah. I spend all my time on the internet there, you know, appreciating yeah. other people's plants. Yeah.
1: So I, uh, a friend of mine called me the other day. He's like, you ruined it. And I said, "Ruined what? You're putting your face on your Instagram account now. I think, I think the reason it was, I think the reason what I liked it was that this is him talking, not his exact words, but he said, I think the reason I liked it was that it was so ego free. Mm. You just have pictures of plants. Oh, your face
0: creates an ego.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that's what he's what he thinks. Right. Because now you're tying it. Then all of a sudden your face and now like I, I have like six pictures of me on my account now. And then it's like it, all of a sudden it becomes like, look at me standing in front of the state line. Look at my dinner. Look at me, me, me. Here's my plant. Here's my face, you know? Yeah, I hear you. Um, and that's the bulk of uh, Instagram accounts. Yes. Right. Yes. But it is like but it's, it's also like my happy, like, look at me. I'm happy. I'm I'm fucking happy back here. You know, it brings me so much like, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that is what I, I hear exactly what you're saying. It's that, that the plant community, it really is. It's, it's therapeutic. It's a, it's an extension of the therapy. Yes. You know, you're just looking at plants and and it's so simple and it's so apolitical and it's so uh it's the right size
0: well you know you're offering plants you're showing your collection i want to see the face behind the plants right i'm glad you do you know and not to mention you're a handsome dude show your face
1: oh thank you you. fuck it (laughs) um yeah i put i i just wanted to like say hey i'm happy back here yeah this is the person that's doing
0: it. Yeah. Uh, Makes it more personable.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, why be anonymous? Right. Yeah. You know? And I like that. Cause you just came out with your name too.
1: Oh yeah, now I have a name.
0: Yeah. This man had like, a name, has a name. Where
1: did, where did practice Jones come from? I, I put together this Instagram account to, uh, just track because of you know what you're talking about how fast they grow
0: yeah
1: and I was getting into grafting and I was like fuck, these things go like rocket ships if you put them on big root, rootstock they they grow so fast and uh, and so I wanted to track it just you know yeah uh, and the, the only available name what was that was just one of several available names at the at that moment I created the account the cactus Jones. It was like the cactus Jones, yeah. Like I'm Jonesing for cactus. Mm.
0: That
1: was it. Was, there was no thought put into it. And then you, then you spend like a year or so without your name on it. So you everybody's like, yeah, your last name must be Jones, right? Um. But yeah, it's just uh, an expression of joy, you know, peace and joy.
0: Yeah. Cool. Well. We're going to we're going to wrap up here in like 5 minutes, man. This has been a a very very fun interview. I'm really glad oh, we got to do this despite the um the hurdles that I hit coming on, my breaker blew, my internet stopped working, we had a miscommunication, yet here we are, completely spontaneous and naturally communicating and connecting, man, and I'm so glad we got to. Love it. Yeah. So and By the
1: way, you were you were right on the time.
0: I know I was,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I know I was. Yeah,
0: yeah, I scheduled it, but that's okay. No big deal. We're good. I think that that, that it had to happen. The timing had to be right, man. You know, yeah. here we are. Um, so, what's your website?
1: My website is thecactusjones.com. dot com.
0: Okay. And what is your ultimate? You have a. The ultimate goal is to transition into this um, this space, right? That's next.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I want to figure out how to transition into this thriving um, cactus agricultural cactus shangri la, mostly Trichosiris, mm. without doing what I've always done in the past, which is go big and be like, ah, oh, fuck, look what I did to myself. I'm so busy. Right,
0: yeah you don't want and to lose that
1: right in the past, whether it was taking investors and having to report monthly it just I always have figured out a way to take the the joy out of uh things because I'll take it really far, like that dog in Bali running around mm. um so I want to do this one a little differently, right. And, and I'm still trying to figure that one out, but I'm working on it. It's going to happen. Like like up. it
0: doesn't have to be a job, but it can support you.
1: Right. Doesn't I don't have to be growing landscape patching in bulk for Purdue Pharma. Yeah. Whatever. Right. You know, make things as big as they need to get to be so I can. I hear you. Uh, I just want to find the balance because it's really just about. You know, surf a couple times a week, spend the, almost all my time in the cactus garden. Um, that's how I want to live. And maybe, you know, do stuff for other people, too, not just for my own hedonistic pleasure. Sure. I, I want to figure that one out. Well, but, you are uh,
0: providing a service by offering your plants, you know.
1: That's true. that's true.
0: You really are.
1: I. You mentioned the ceremonial space on the farm, you know. Um there's just a lot. It's just really exciting. The future's the future is exciting and unknown.
0: I'm so happy to hear that. It's hard yeah. to come by those those words you just said right now. You know it is. And I feel the same way. One hundred percent. I and I hope that our paths can uh somehow align and you know, that we can continue to grow. Uh, together you know and as a, and as a community as well all of the trico serious lovers man i know that the trico serious people are really stoked to hear this interview man oh, and cool. and yeah i mean i look up to you as a grower i just found you maybe like a year ago but uh yeah man i love trico serious it's 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 my thing like that's where my heart is for sure it used to be cannabis but now it's trico serious and a little bit of loaves but i don't have much i only have a couple like a few. But I have a shitload of trikes for me. And, um, yeah, they're they're amazing little creatures, and I absolutely adore them. I actually have my my phone filming a time-lapse right now. I got two blooms opening up. So I got one of my phones out there filming a time-lapse, and I'm super stoked to see that. I'm going to try to cross-pollinate for the first time today or tomorrow.
1: That is rewarding. Is it? Yeah. Make your own hybrid, yeah. I have done very little of that, but I've done some. Uh Uh-huh yeah i mean there's it just goes deeper and deeper you know there's so many aspects to this and it yeah. just or you could get into like you know making monstrosities like that right, right. what do you call that thing again franken spine Frank and wow. spine man but, but it's just like it just I, there's so many dimensions it's insane it's so it's it it's so fun and i haven't even really scratched the surface i feel like
0: right isn't that so cool there's so much more to learn
1: oh and i'm i'm a noob in a lot of different areas you yeah. know um and i like being in like that i like i don't want to be mr experienced
0: yeah 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 well dude thank you so much for doing this interview man i really appreciate it
1: let's um, also consider um paddling out dude. Up this way i
0: yeah, I wish you were a little closer, but I would love to see your collection. I would love to surf. I know there's a lot of really dope-ass growers up in that area. So, you know, when I can get myself a little budget, I'm going to come up and diversify my collection a little bit.
1: Got it. It's open invitation.
0: Thank you very much, Trevor. I appreciate it, brother.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you so much for this this time, and I really, really enjoyed it.
0: Me too, man. If everybody could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast – and hit that share button, I would very much appreciate that.